0: D. Smith, welcome in. It is the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast is brought to you by Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista, the home of Golsh, the official beer of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. D. Smith, what is up?
1: You didn't say it right. I know it's early in the morning. Let it rip. Golsh! Nice. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's better than coffee. Tastes even better. Yes. Yes,
0: absolutely. Have you tried it? I brought it to you last time we were together for a podcast. I brought you a Crowler.
1: Bro, I drank the Crowler the by cra- myself.
0: Did you share it? <laughs> no. No. <Okay. laughs> what? I mean, I had to ask.
1: Yeah, I did not. I did not. I, I got through that sucker all my lonesome. I loved it, man. It was great. It was great. So proud of it. As we said last week on the podcast, I, just, I live in this world where it's sort of surreal that we have a beer named after this podcast, which doesn't even have a name. Right. You know, like makes what no a world sense. this is. It makes no sense at all. That we live in is this, this amazing culture here in San Diego, where somebody took the time to go. Yeah, we're going to name a beer after that, and it's right at Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista, where you can put a little bit of South in your mouth. So uh, what an honor!
0: I'm I'm assuming you loved it if you drank the whole thing. Yeah, it is a. Well, once you
1: open it, you can't reseal.
0: No, I mean you're, you you kind of go. It's like uh, opening a bottle of wine. You're all in. You got to drink that whole bottle. Yeah, you got to drink the whole thing all by yourself, and yeah. no one
1: will judge you. I may have had some uh, next day morning uh, dehydration. Since that's the word around town when people get a little silly, they get dehydrated.
0: They get dehydrated. Yes, got you. I'm following you on that one. Good. Um, a little yeah. baseball
1: soccer crossover there.
0: Love it. Love the shout out for Will Myers. Um, so here <laughs> on the unnamed soccer podcast, did not expect it. Yeah, really good. I think uh, that's gonna it's gonna pair really well with the chicken that I had on Sunday. Actually, it did pair really well with the chicken I had Sunday. It's also gonna pair very well. At Torero Stadium. That is my dream. And I'm just going to keep saying it. I know. And I'm going to hopefully speak it into existence. I
1: love it. Well, you got to speak it into existence because to have our worlds collide like this, you know, and and this was part of the thought process to have our worlds collide with USL San Diego with three punk ales at Torero Stadium, like end season tickets. Have you given any
0: more thought to where we're going to sit? Yeah, I've actually, I'm have actually. i going to uh, go ahead and confirm. It's going to be in the supporter section. You are. That's what I said last week on the pod. We left. I mean, I think we should take the approach we, we spoke about last week, have a couple season tickets in the supporter section, and then maybe some other season tickets along the side in case anyone else wants to come.
1: So is this just a uh, very sort of passive-aggressive way of saying you don't want to sit with me? No,
0: I think we're gonna to sit together a lot in the supporter okay, section while our wives gotcha. are sitting up wherever the uh, the other seats will be. That we I like get. that. Now maybe it also allows of... <laughs> us it allows us to give tickets away as well. We can give away the unnamed soccer podcast season tickets every once in a I while. I like
1: that. What if we sent the wives into the supporter section and you and I sort of went over to the other spot? That's See, fine. I always think that maybe this we're is... gonna be busy. So like like let's take for instance. I think this is an interesting conversation. So when you go to Tijuana. La Massacre, or tonight, LAFC's playing at home. A friend of ours, uh, Spurs supporter John Gennaro, is going to be sitting in the 3252s. Mm. And I always ask this question. So, you know, La Massacre or thirty-two fifty-two? like, what's better? Like, this is a question for you guys. What's better when you go to a soccer match? Sitting in the supporter section or watching the supporter section?
0: Two very different experiences. Right.
1: Because you and I have only been to uh, LAFC to Bank of California Stadium. We've not sat in the 3252s, but we've had a great time watching them. Right. Every time we come out of there, every time we come out of Estadio Caliente, we're go, you know, well, yeah, like we're, we're doing that for the whole next day, right. usually, because it gets stuck in your head. So like, I've always wondered that if it's, I went and watched in Portland. Uh, Timbers Army. It's great. I didn't sit in the Timbers Army section, but I loved watching them. Like, mm-hmm. like, I almost spend as much time watching these great supporter sections as I do watching what's happening on the field.
0: When we went to uh, Galaxy LAFC, we were able to watch right. the Galaxy supporter section yeah. on both sides and, and see them. great. They're in two different corners. I think it just depends on the club. I guess yeah. it depends on the match you go to. Because LAFC... Not exactly my MLS team. I don't officially have an MLS team that I support. So LAFC, I go there, and it's fun to watch them, just like I would watch Timbers Army or if I went to Seattle, watch the supporters group with the Sounders. Um, if it's your own club, like a USL San Diego club, mm-hmm. then I'm much more inclined to be with the supporter section and go nuts and throw beer like Golsh everywhere in Torero Stadium. Have you ever sat in a supporter section? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: I did with American Outlaws. Yeah, during, yes, uh, absolutely. During Copa America Centenario up in Seattle. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was fun. It was great. It was it's by a, myself. I mean, I went to that match by myself. It's a different experience. Yeah, I went up there. I remember we were working at the old radio station, and we had off because we were carrying baseball. And I just remember, like, I'm flying up there. Booked a flight, flew up, all by my lonesome. We have some friends who live in Seattle. One of them's a season ticket holder for Sounders, and... Sat in his regular seats because they make that available for season ticket holders, and I, I just was like, yeah, I'm just going to buy an AO ticket, just go hang out and do the yeah, and drink some and have some Mount Rainiers, and <laughs> I just yeah, go let it yeah. rip. I was like, what a great time this is. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I also understand that you, you sometimes just want to watch those dudes, right? So you know, when I first time I went to Camo, I was like, I didn't go right behind the goal, but I remember just like wow, this is European soccer. I'm like, waving flags around behind. It was just, it was a great spectacle. So there's no right answers by that. By no. That. There's no right answers. There's
0: no wrong answer. I and mean, going to
1: LAFC and just watching the 3252s is, I'm sure, I'm sure it's great no matter which it is that you do.
0: So I think we're in a good spot going uh, season tickets in the supporters section and then also elsewhere. Um, speaking of the supporters section, the Unnamed Supporters Group, that's the name for now. Shout out. I still think they should keep it, but I guess they're going to change it.
1: Oh, we need a name for this supporter
0: section. Such show-offs with their names. The Unnamed Supporters Group, uh, they met last weekend in North County. This weekend, they're going to meet uh, in El Cajon at Creative Creature Brewing. That's where they're meeting this Sunday from uh, noon to two. So if you want to meet for that, that seems like a good opportunity to talk about the supporters group. And then I got a message, Darren, um, saying that there is an event October 19th at Bay City, which is something that should be promoted. October 19th, Bay City. The supporters supporters group name will be the topic of that meeting. They're going to talk about the name of the supporters group. Do you have... Any other opinion other than it should be the unnamed supporters group because we host the unnamed soccer podcast? Or is there a name in mind that you want for the supporters group?
1: I have nothing to offer in this conversation. We don't even have a name for the club. I I really, I, it's, I feel like I'm going to take the easy way out of this and say I, I don't, I'm not creative when it comes to this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll just know a good name when I see it. And I'll know a bad name when I see it. But I'm not good at coming up with the name for the supporter section. So I'm just going to leave it at that.
0: Okay. Fair enough. All right. Let's get to the real stuff. Why do I think they should keep it the unnamed supporters group. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's branding there. I love it. You're attaching yourself to a podcast that did did have a beer named after it. Right. So it's not like unnamed can't be good for commerce. I mean, we have shown (laughs) that it works. Unnamed can produce some level of profitability. Absolutely. We hope. You can have great taste associated with unnamed. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready to get to the topic at hand today, Darren? No, I'm ready to grill you and every other fucking Chelsea supporter out there. Got it. Because you are ruining the best American player who's ever walked the face of the earth, future 50th president of the United States. What is happening? Christian Pulisic played zero minutes against Liverpool over the weekend, which equals the amount of minutes he played in his previous two matches. Correct. So what is going on?
0: Zero plus zero plus zero equals zero minutes for Christian Pulisic. Zero
1: minutes the last three matches. Can you somehow make those of us who don't care about Chelsea Football Club, can you make us feel better about Christian Pulisic's minutes, please?
0: Um, What do you want to hear? That he's going to get some? Or more? That he's, How many minutes? What what, what
1: do you want? Here's what, I, no, I'll tell you what I want to hear. Because I know you're going to tell me he's playing in this Carabao Cup today. But here, <laughs> here's what I want to hear. That the signing of Christian Pulisic was more than just uh, a marketing deal for Chelsea. I
0: think it was marketing was definitely a part of the deal.
1: Wow, you can't even say
0: that. (laughs) Well, I mean, of course, the price tag tells you that marketing was part of the deal. I'm not saying it was more than 50% of the deal. I'm not saying it was the only reason for the deal. But uh, I would imagine that marketing, just like it would have been for Tottenham or Liverpool or any other club in England to go out and get Christian Pulisic, you have to market that player, don't you? I mean, Chelsea are going to come to the U.S. in 2020 in the summer. (laughs) For a tour, aren't they?
1: Tell, okay, let me rephrase the question in a better way. So if
0: you want to see Christian Pulisic play, you just wait. He's coming to the States 2020 for Chelsea summer
1: tour. Will he, <laughs> will he get minutes in the U.S. summer tour? Listen. I, stay tuned. Find out. Listen, that's the, his time to shine with Chelsea Football okay, Club. Okay, tell me then. Here, so I'll rephrase the better? question. No, I don't. <laughs> I feel a lot worse, actually. Yeah. Tell me then that the primary reason for signing Christian Pulisic wasn't marketing.
0: No, I don't think it was. I don't think that was the primary reason. But I do think there's a layer of marketing to
1: it. Sure, of course. Right. Uh, and listen, FC Barcelona on the uh, feminine side is, is uh, feminino in Spanish. Sorry. Um, you know, they're thinking about signing Megan Rapino. So you know, some of that is because she's a really, really great player who just you know, won the world's best and was just the you know, golden boot winner for the Women's World Cup. Part of that also is FC Barcelona going, you know, Megan Rapino, pretty popular player around the world. Yeah, certainly popular in the United States. This is good for us. But yeah, there's a lot of substance there because of who Megan Rapinoe is. Mm-hmm. We're still at 21 years of age, just turned with Christian Pulisic, so playing for this club, like it it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be this hard. Now again, we're going to defer to Jordan here. Make us feel better about this.
0: Okay. Well, I think I really need to understand what the expectation is. For people who for Christian Pulisic mm-hmm. in the prem, I want to okay. know if the, the
1: expectation is that he plays every once in a while. <laughs> well, he's done that. I mean, this is
0: the the stretch in which he hasn't played. It's the first three game stretch that he hasn't. He played a lot early on. Now, the unfortunate part, and this is not going to make you feel any better, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago before the season started, is Pulisic's going to get his opportunities early on. It's going to be up to him to really hold on to those opportunities and put Frank Lampard in a situation where he can't go anywhere else. Like, he has to play Christian Pulisic. Unfortunately, Darren, if we're being honest, that's not what happened for Christian Pulisic. He played. uh, He got thrown into his first match, which was at Old Trafford. uh, Gets thrown on in a match that was all but over right away as soon as he saw the field. Um, So it was easy to write that off. He had some flashy moments against Liverpool in the UEFA Super Cup. uh, But there were plenty of moments in their Prem matches where the most common response scouting report from Pulisic afterwards was he was okay. He wasn't the most physical out there. He wasn't the best player on the field by any stretch. He looked like a player who was competing and working hard, um, but he also looked like a player that needs to compete and work hard just to get his, his minutes. So I think there's a lot of competition and we knew that going up to the prem, obviously was going to be more competition for Christian Pulisic, leaving the Bundesliga, playing for a club like Chelsea who is going through a youth movement, but a lot of things have changed for Chelsea since they signed Christian Pulisic. Their manager has changed. They were given a transfer ban, which I think has impacted Pulisic because Chelsea did something they'd normally never do, and that was keep uh, Pedro and Williams specifically. Someone who two people who are over the age of thirty, they would never give new deals to players. Like that's a that is a club rule for them. We're not even gonna give a new deal to someone who's over thirty years old. And they kept Pedro and William around, um, I think, because they couldn't bring other people in. They brought in Polisic, but they needed to bring in more players. And all of a sudden, they're still on the roster, and they need to get rid of those guys. And so they're going to get some minutes. And unfortunately, Pulisic hasn't exactly done enough to steal all those minutes away from William and from Pedro. And something Americans definitely don't want to hear is there has been this great story with Mason Mount who is a 20-year-old. He's even younger than Christian Pulisic, mm-hmm. and he is a young star for England. And he played for Frank Lampor- Lampard last season with Darby. And I don't want to say Lampard Pulisic isn't Lampard's guy, because that makes it sound bad, but it was Sarri who went out and got Pulisic. Right. He was the manager. Um, I think Pulisic... Are we is, or, sure
1: even about that? Because I seem to recall Sarri seeing... Being He he was presented with the information of the signing, and he's like, what?
0: Yeah, okay, so he was, I remember this, because I remember Tottenham fans running with this, because it was the, oh, sorry, doesn't know what's happening with the club, when it was, oh, have we made that announcement? He was asked questions live at a press conference, the announcement was made.
1: Maybe a little lost in translation, that's possible, I get it. Yeah, but I, here's I think the thing, he was
0: more just making sure the club had made the announcement. and He didn't want to break any news at a press conference he wasn't supposed to break. So
1: you bring up Mason Mount? Yes, Mason Mount. 20 years old. Mason Mount. Okay, Mason, Mason Mount. okay t- this is wonderful. Let me just quickly interject here. England's Christian Pulisic. <laughs> okay, so we should sign him to an MLS club to sell a bunch of shirts is what you're saying. So here's the thing, though. Here's the question I have. Correct me if I'm wrong because, again, I don't follow this every single second. But if I have this right, Mason Mount got injured against Valencia. Who subbed in when Mason Mount had to leave the match? Pedro.
0: That's the issue.
1: So this is Polisic has gone down
0: in the pecking order with Chelsea. There's no question behind Pedro. Yeah, behind Pedro. By the way,
1: Pedro's a great Barca player, but I I guess I also don't understand like where is Chelsea in terms of building through youth?
0: I think they have started it in a lot of areas. But they were also forced to hold on to some of these veterans because they couldn't bring in other players because of the transfer ban. I think Pedro and William are on their way out, and they might be on their way out by January. So you're going them to, to
1: showcase them or I, to squeeze I guess, I everything out of them? Like, like again? Well, I don't. I guess you wouldn't want them to ride the bench for a couple months and then try to sell them. So what I'm saying is, so you're down one nil at home at the Bridge, right? Mason Mount, who you trusted now as a 20 year old. So clearly, there's not an issue where it, this isn't Mourinho, where he's like, well, I just hate young players now it's okay we trust Mason Mount in this spot now he comes off we're down one nil. we've got a score and you turn to Pedro in that spot Mm -hmm. you support that no
0: I want Pulisic in that spot I think Pulisic should be playing because Pulisic is obviously someone who just signed a five-year deal that's someone who's going to be around for a long time I don't expect Pedro and William to be with Chelsea for very long Um, which I think is good news for Pulisic because that will free up some minutes for him However, I'm going to bring it back down again because this isn't just exciting times for Pulisic. Like this is a, this I mean there's a real chance here that he doesn't get a lot of minutes with Chelsea because he's going to have to prove that he deserves those minutes. Lampard is not just going to give it to him. Uh, Hudson Adoy, call, call him Hudson Adoy, he returns to Chelsea today. He's going to play in today's Carabao Cup match Whoa. for Chelsea with Christian Pulisic. I would imagine Polisic's playing. I haven't seen the lineups yet. If Pulisic doesn't play in this one, then if he doesn't
1: play in this one. We're burning to. it down. But hudson
0: Adoy, I'm, I'm flying
1: to London, and I'm taking Pulisic with me. I'm pretty
0: sure Lampard has said hudson Adoy will start. That's someone who plays the same position as Christian Pulisic, and hudson Adoy is very, very good. And that is someone who will be competing for minutes. Um, Mason Mount is a huge story for Chelsea right now. He's 20 years old. He played for Derby last year. That's where Frank Lampard was. He scored, I think, six, seven goals last season. He had an injury. He was out for a couple months, but looked really good once he came back. Um, He gets to make his debut. Here's his last since August. This is what it's been for Mason Mount, and it's taken a lot of the headlines away from Pulisic. These are the stories that you kind of want for Pulisic. Uh, Mason Mount, since August, made his Chelsea debut. In his um, in the next week, he scored his first ever goal for Chelsea. It was the first game at Stamford Bridge of the season. It was Lampard's first game at the bridge. So Mount makes his debut a week later. He scores his first goal, and then earlier this month he made his debut for England's national team. He came on in like the 67th minute. He's played a couple of matches now for England. So he has a like there's a lot of momentum going for Mason Mount right now, and that's bad news for Christian Pulisic.
1: Okay, I, I mean, again, I I think that everything you said there is fair and reasonable. None of it makes me feel any better. Doesn't make but me feel better. Either. I will just say, I mean, they, you know, part of this also is the price tag that they paid for Christian Pulisic. You know, that when when you know, I don't know, I don't have every single signing in front of me, but we know they're on a transfer ban, and they were able to get Pulisic in there, and I don't know when the last time was that they spent this kind of money on this player, right? I mean, yeah, so. You would think, and I don't want to be impatient, I know it's a long season and there's a lot of cup matches and there's still the FA Cup and Carabao Cup and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, maybe everything you said is spot on, that he's not Lampard's guy. Maybe Lampard looks at me, he's like, you it's like some American player. <laughs> you know, what am I going to do? Like, the better players are the players who play here in Europe and have played longer than Christian Pulisic, who goes back to the time he was 16 years old. But, you know, again, the, the money that you paid for him has to factor in here, Correct.
0: I mean, I don't know if it does for Lampard. Yeah. And, the, and Lampard's going to play the players that he thinks are the best. Like, if they're if they're training better than other people, then what that's a, who going to— What he's about gonna... to the
1: board, though? The board paid the guy. Do they just pay him figuring they're going to make the money back in spades Let's based on, on shirts? Or do they pay that money because they thought that he was going to play, or at least not not play for three straight matches?
0: Remember uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek? Mm-hmm. He, uh, he tore his Achilles in that charity game against the New England Revolution.
1: yeah. <laughs> What was that, like the stomp out hate cup or whatever? <laughs> yeah,
0: I hated that game.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I hated
1: the stomp out hate cup. I, I hated it so much. Uh, he's expected to come back pretty soon, too. So Great. that's more
0: competition awesome. for Christian Pulisic.
1: Hey, competition's a good thing. I'm all for Christian Pulisic having to earn his spot, not just be given his spot, right. because you know he has been deemed the savior of U.S. soccer. That doesn't mean jack squat to Frank Lampard, to Chelsea, or anybody in England but still there's something here that just is a little rotten there's just something here that just makes me nervous it makes me nervous cuz i i think it's important that we have our best players playing he's not playing
0: right he has played in 5 games this season 4 in the prem he has no goals he does have an amazing assist though yes that was to Giroud against okay. Liverpool
1: Well, I I don't know that that was mission accomplished that we feel better about Christian Pulisic.
0: I don't—I think uh, it's—maybe it's a reality check. Good. I came up with a couple reasons why Chelsea might just hate America. Maybe it's completely different. Maybe they just hate America, and this was this um, elaborate plan to sign the best player for the U.S. and then just ruin him.
1: Right. So what you're saying is that uh, the three lions are concerned— with the progress that the U.S. men's national team has made, so now they're going to sabotage us.
0: Correct. Maybe it's all the mean things that Tottenham fans and Arsenal fans and Barcelona fans and City fans and Liverpool fans say about Chelsea here in the States. Hmm. Maybe it's revenge that. Maybe it's revenge from 2010 when the U.S., Landon Donovan in the U.S., drew England 1-1 in the World Cup. Maybe they're still mad about that. You think that could be the reason why? Could
1: be. Maybe this is revenge for Bunker Hill. You know who was on that England team? Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard. Maybe he's holding a grudge. Maybe. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. There are a lot of screwy stuff going on. You think there's a lot of screwy stuff going on in this country? A lot of screwy stuff going on in England, too. Their politics might actually – well, now I'm doing the Kogo show. Let's do a different (laughs) show. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay. I was just saying, there are a lot of weird stuff happening.
0: So to recap Pulisic, Darren, I know it doesn't make you feel better, but competing for playing time – Dealing with veteran players who should be on their way out of the club, if not in January, next summer for sure. But there are really good players coming back from injury very soon, including one today that uh, will be a lot of competition for Pulisic. So what he needs to do is when he gets the playing time like he will today in the Carabao Cup, uh, he needs to prove why he should keep that playing time when it comes to league matches. Okay,
1: Uh, who am I rooting for today? Chelsea against who? Uh, Bigsby, Gigsby Town. I don't know. How,
0: How do I watch this? ESPN Plus is my oh, guess. Oh, I get that. I brought that, my iPad to work today. That
1: would be my guess. So just like I did with La Liga matches, I'll, I'll just have distracted broadcasting going
0: on. Yes, and also shout out to Colchester United. Why are we shouting them out, Jordan? Because they knocked out Tottenham Hotspur in the Carabao Cup.
1: I read something very interesting. You know who Jonathan Wilson is? He's a longtime writer, reporter, pundit in England where he wrote a piece. You'll have to find this if you care about such things. Um, and I don't know that it was a result of yesterday's match being Tuesday's match where they lost to Colchester. Colster? how do you say? So uh, he just said, hey, keep an eye on Pochettino. Keep an eye that Pochettino might feel like this has run its course. Maybe it's maybe it's time for something new. Maybe it's time for me to elevate my career in some other capacity. Whatever that's going to mean, I don't know. Hopefully Barcelona. <clears throat> um, but just I uh, thought an interesting piece for any Spurs fans out there, our friends at SD Spurs, look up Jonathan Wilson. You can find him on Twitter. He wrote a piece. He's a smart guy. He's written a lot of books. I think he's a trusted, credible reporter in England, and he just said, keep an eye on Pochettino. Like, this, this, this might have run its course there hmm. in London.
0: Yeah. I don't know what... I mean, the only thing left for him to do is to actually win the league. And I don't see a club not named Liverpool or Manchester City doing that anytime soon.
1: No, I mean, I I suppose you can get back to the Champions League final. but you know. Did you
0: see a book came out on Tottenham's run to the Champions League final? I did not. They did a whole book on their run to the Champions League final.
1: Yeah. Incredible stuff? You going
0: to read it? Uh, Maybe. I'll consider it. Okay. Maybe not, though. I think
1: we should uh, arrange for a book tour and a book signing at the Harp in Ocean Beach. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let's get let's get Potch here.
1: Yeah. Back hey, to Ben Cindy. Foreman. Your that that idea. Take it. Run with it.
0: Yeah, Ben, just text Potch. You guys are tight, right? You Wait, guys... Potch did a book? It's about Tottenham. Oh, okay. So Potch, I'm sure is So there. it's an
1: unauthorized not a biography, but an unauthorized Tottenham book.
0: Yeah. Mm. It was probably a couple of writers who were reporting on the team and then Tottenham happened to go on a really good run and they're like, "Hey, how can we make some money off this run?" So they wrote a book about it.
1: Great. Right. I have
0: no idea if that's what happened.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So you feel good? No. You feel terrible, huh? I, don't, I just don't feel better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was... What if Pulisic scores a couple goals today in yeah, the Carabao in, Cup? Yeah, uh,
1: you know, Carabao Cup. Great. Now, we want to watch it. I mean, part of what you did, and I'm sure NBC was doing cartwheels when Chelsea signed Pulisic, was you know, we want to watch him on NBC when he's playing Liverpool.
0: Which he did play against Liverpool in the UEFA Super Cup.
1: Right. And a great assist. I yes. remember it. So yeah, that those are the matches we want to watch him play in. Same. Now, if it takes this to get to that, then great. Then yeah. it's a means to an end. We all understand that.
0: We're a couple games into a five-year contract.
1: Okay. I just hope that, again, I, I'm just now dubious of the inking of said contract and what the motivation was behind it. So all. all I'm saying. I think they. You got to deal with it on Twitter from all the Liverpool fans and all the Spurs fans. You're the one that has to deal with it. I just sort of poke and prod everybody.
0: I golfed during the second half of that match. (laughs) I needed to get away. Even though it finished pretty close, Liverpool Chelsea 2 1. I will say, if uh Chelsea are gonna steal points away from either Liverpool or City this year, I'd rather them steal points away from
1: City. I will say, I think my favorite part of the so Premier League now. So the Premier League is sort of boring to me and and yeah, you know, I mean, it's gonna be one of two clubs and right, City yeah. goes out and wins eight nil and Liverpool just keeps doing what Liverpool's doing. But my favorite part is what's happening on Sky Sports. I really do love the commentary from Jose Mourinho. I love when they come to him and they're like, So you're a manager, Jose, can you take any positives after Manchester United? And he's like, No. None at all. Absolutely none. It was just terrible. He's like, I'm manager. Like, hey, we were bad last year, but this is this is really bad.
0: He might be better on television.
1: He might be. He's got a real future if he wants it. I know he wants to get back into managing, but man, he is. If you haven't seen it, just find Sky Sports again. Something else you can search on Twitter. Find these clips. I and mean, it's just hilarious. He's like, hey, come on, you're the manager. This is your role. Pull something positive out of this match. He's like, no, I cannot. There's nothing positive about that. <laughs>
0: I hope he stays in television. I don't want him to go play like manage some random Italian side or French side or
1: Barca. No, I'm just uh, maybe we got problems
0: (laughs) so far. Is this a cry for help? You've reached out for Poch and Jose in the last couple of minutes.
1: (laughs) 2 0 at Granada over the weekend. Messi's hurt again. Manager's terrible. Like they even just announced the Classico start time for October 26th. It's four in the morning. Why I don't know. So now we got to wake the people up at Serrano's to.
0: The whole reason we sell La Liga here in San Diego is that it's a lunchtime start for all these matches. And you're giving us a 4 a.m. Classico? I know. Well, then I again, did watch we, the match against Granada over the weekend. The
1: league leaders. Top of the table, Granada. Yeah.
0: That's my club now.
1: Is it? No. <laughs> such a frontrunner. Yeah.
0: yeah. Frontrunner. That's yeah. John Gennaro jumping on the LAFC bandwagon.
1: We're, we're a total mess. that's yeah, right. so the LAFC going for the Supporter Shield tonight. How about that? Yeah.
0: We'll see what they can do in the postseason. I need to get up there for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, here's this here's your table through six matches by the way. Granada, Athletic Bilbao, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Real Sociedad, Sevilla.
0: What's the club that is uh based on like some island just off the coast of Spain? Uh Mallorca. Are they in La Liga this year, or have they been sent down? I thought it was a different team.
1: No, no. Mallorca, well, there was Las Palmas. That's who I'm thinking of, Las Palmas. What happened to them? They're in the Segunda. They got relegated. But Mallorca Mallorca, got relegated? Mallorca is the club that is owned by Steve Nash and Stuart Holden, Uh. which had the double promotion. Went from third division, second division, back-to-back seasons into the first division, into the Primera. To the top. Yeah.
0: How about that? What a story.
1: It is. It's a cool story. I do. And they get a lot of shout-outs in Spain. Yeah, I bet. They all think that Steve Nash is American, though. They're like, oh, and the American Steve Nash. I'm like, No, no, he's Canadian.
0: Different country. Yeah. It's all right. He's Canadian. He's Canadian and a Tottenham fan.
1: Pretty much. I don't claim him. Yeah. But, <laughs> and a Mallorca fan. So. All right.
0: All right, Darren. That's everything I have for today. Anything else you want to get to?
1: No. I just want to support the uh, unnamed supporters
0: group. I want to promote them and support them. They're going to be in El Cajon this weekend. Creative Creature
1: Brewing A lot of pressure. Noon to two. A lot of pressure on them.
0: Yeah, then October 17th, they'll be at Bay City to uh, come up with a name. Although, again, we'll say it. The unnamed supporters group has a pretty good ring to it. I would agree. So Mason Mount is England's Christian Pulisic, and he's getting all the good storylines, so that's great. Um, We're getting closer to announcing a USL San Diego team name. They're down to three, like we told you in the previous episode. And there are some hangouts to follow this weekend. I think we touched all the bases today, Darren.
1: Got it. Solid 30 minutes. Good job. On video, on audio. Find us on uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes. We're available everywhere.
0: The Unnamed Soccer Podcast is available everywhere. Um, Before we leave, we have to go to Tim Stoops. We have a Bundesliga report. Tim Stoops checking in. By the way, this report that you're about to hear is also available right now on our YouTube page. You can see Tim Stoops in person. He put together a video for his report. We
1: made a burrito bet with Tim Stoops because he's uh, not only our Bundesliga correspondent, he lives in Missoula, Montana. He also is a Dortmund fan. Yes. So we went on aggregate Mm. for the tie between Barca and Dortmund.
0: Do you have to give him any goals?
1: No. Okay, Tim. Let me help
0: you out next time, buddy.
1: Um... (laughs) So we made a burrito bat. So I got to ship a burrito to Missoula, Montana.
0: What kind of burrito are you gonna send him?
1: I'm not sure. Bacon.
0: Mm. Okay. Um, all right. I'm gonna send him some Golsch. That's what I'm gonna do. Right. You send him a burrito. That's I'll send her.
1: I think we'll probably send him beer. Yeah, he does it. Yeah.
0: So check it out YouTube. We're on YouTube as well. Tim Stoops, Bundesliga report. Here we go. We go live to Tim Stoops.
2: Darren Jordan, feeling dunk. Here's your Bundesliga report. Question eyes: Is Bayern back in first? Not yet. They're still one point behind RB Leipzig. Leipzig were 3-0 winners at Werder Bremen despite having a red card, and Bayern Munich were 4-0 winners hosting Cologne. Question 2. What did Borussia Dortmund do? Well, they got ahead not once, but twice, and still ended up with a draw at Eintracht Frankfurt. Question dry: What did Americans do in the Bundesliga? Well, the aforementioned Eintracht Frankfurt, Timmy Chandler came in as a sub late and assisted in the build-up to Eintracht Frankfurt's tying goal. Elsewhere, for Fortuna Düsseldorf, Zach Stefan gave up one too many goals in a 2-1 loss at Borussia Mönchengladbach. And finally, for your Torjürgen tracker, it's Robert Lewandowski with 9 for Bayern Munich. Auf Wiedersehen!
0: Alright, Darren, also available on YouTube. Go to our YouTube page, subscribe. Um, people are starting to do that, so it's very exciting. Check us out; we have a couple of videos up on our YouTube page.
1: All right, uh, stay tuned. We'll be around this weekend. Heading out, watching a little bit. Heading over to Serrano's Tacos and Taco uh, Street Tacos and Bar, and see if we can drink our pain away.
0: Yeah, I'm going to call uh, Steve from Three Punk Ales and see if I can just show up and hang out today. I, I think like I just it. might move in there. That's my <laughs> new plan. See you soon. See you soon, Steve.